0: more time, welcome everybody today. Glad to have you with us today. Uh, we're going to pick up kind of where we left off last Sunday, and uh, as we're getting into part of Easter, you know, and and last Sunday, for, for, you know, most everybody remember we talked about <coughs> Peter and what he what he went through right to the last of this, and um, how that he was thought he could do anything, but you know he failed, you know, and uh, got with the. As I mentioned, got with the own crowd and kind of changed his attitude a little bit, you know, and I think everybody agrees with that, that's how it works today. But we're going to pick it up, if you got your Bible, we're we'll going to turn with the 23rd chapter of Luke, and we're going to be taking the, this from today, and I appreciate your prayers today as we try to minister to you for just a little bit. Amen. Remember, next Sunday will be Easter Sunday morning, and uh, it's going to be a great time, and... It represents a lot. Not just Easter eggs and dinner, it just represents our, our risen Savior, Lord amen. Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. <clears throat> 23rd chapter of Luke, and we're going to go through a lot of it, but I'm not going to read it all. You just kind of follow me down through this. And, you know, they come and last week we brought to you, they come and got Christ and they, they had come and uh, arrested him. And we get to the part in the 23rd chapter they brought, you know, they brought him to uh, to Pilate, and uh, and Pilate questioned him a little bit, and he realized, you know, that uh, he 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 belonged, that Jesus belonged in Herod's jurisdiction, so he sent him to Herod, you know, passing it on. And we find out through the 8th verse there on down through that just a little bit, that when Herod seen him, he wanted to see him, not because of who he was, he just wanted to see he heard about him, heard about the miracles he was doing, and he just wanted to see one of the miracles, you know. And we find out as he got to Herod, you know, he sat there and he talked to him, and they mocked him, made fun of Christ, and we kind of got into that little bit last Sunday. Then Herod sent him back to Pilate, and we pick it up now, probably about the 13th verse there. And we find out as Pilate, you know, Pilate and the chief priests, and as the Bible said to the Pilate, then they called together the chief priests and the rulers of the people, and they brought him to him, you know, and we find out, he, and Pilate said, I examined him, and he said, I find no fault in this man, touching the nails who accused of him. So we find out, you know, that uh, as you get to an illustration, and the, uh, what Brother Marty brought up this morning, you know. This uh, as the week that this progressed up to, you know, when they, when Christ come in Jerusalem, they was praising him. They was uh, hollering everything, you know, and laying, you know, branches down in front of Christ as he rode into the, uh, uh, to, the to Jerusalem here. And it's it amazing what a, just a few days changed their old attitude, you know, things was getting crazy. And I want you to realize today as we live in a time today the world that we live in today, the world's getting crazy. Amen. I don't know if you believe that or not, it's getting crazy. We're living in a <clears throat> time today that people are not going along with what the Word of God says. A lot of them. Okay. I'm going to take it a step further. We're we'll to a part today that we'll get to a point today that we won't stand on God's word when it really gets when it gets tough. Put that away. Amen. And we see it happening today. We see the churches today. In the church world, I'm just, I ain't talking about any particular domination or anything, but you're really not standing on the Word of God today, very much so, okay? And I'll get, maybe get back to that in a little bit, but everything's kind of crazy now. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're seeing things today, and I think you agree with me, that we, we wouldn't have thought 20 years ago if I'd got up here and started talking about some things that we we looking at today, how many would have believed, you said you know, he'd lost his mind, if you were to see you know, the things that we're facing today and in and, and, and the United States today, somebody wouldn't have believed it would have happened, amen. amen, but it is happening today very much so because the Bible tells us, and we we've read it quite often, we've got accustomed to it, the Bible says, you know, Satan come for one thing, to steal, or to a couple of things, to steal, destroy, and do everything that he can to get us away from God, amen, and he's doing that very much so. So we get back to Pilate. He said, I can't find anything wrong with him. You can take this word of God. You can't find anything wrong with it. Amen. Only thing you can find, find wrong is what's in here. Amen. Amen. And you don't want to change what's in here. So if you don't want to do that, what's the next thing you do? You want to change what the word of God says. Amen. Come on. You want to change that. But this word is not, to be, not to made, uh, made to be changed. Even the Bible tells us you don't take anything away from it. You don't add anything to it. Okay. Get back to the pilot now. As he was talking to, to the people there, he said, I can't find anything wrong with them. I'm just going to um, whip him, and I'm going to let him go. And the Bible said in the 18th verse, they cried out once again, said, away with him and release him to her until it's Barabbas. You know, and Barabbas was a person that had already been convicted of murder. He had been put in prison. And they said, you know, turn him a loose instead of turning Jesus a loose. And you know that's just almost like day and night. Amen. I mean, you couldn't say, you know, that he, you know, uh, that, uh, the Barabbas he had got charged with murder, he had got put in prison, he had done all that, but they had wanted, <clears throat> excuse me, they wanted Barabbas turned loose of them instead of Jesus. Who did? The church world. Come on, chief priests. They should have said, no, we don't want, you know, Brabus has been charged with murder. We, we know what murder is. It goes against what God says. But we should have, we would to have him turn loose and put Jesus away. Don't make a lot of sense, does it? Amen. There's a lot of things in the world today that's not making a lot of sense. Amen. Common sense has gone out the window. Amen. No, man, somebody don't believe it, but they is. Some of the things that we argue about today shouldn't be argued. We should have to argue about it. It should just say common sense will say, you know, this is right and that's wrong. Amen. But we got to a point where he said, well, we got to, we, we live in a little bit different time, Pastor. We may live in a different time, but we still serve the same God. We still got the same rules and regulations here. Amen. Yeah, man. So Pilate said, I can't find wrong with him and the crowd wasn't going crazy and turning away from Barabbas. Said, No, we we won't get we won't rid of Christ. Why? Why would people want get rid of the best thing that ever happened to them? Come on, Amen. think about it. Why don't people want to go to church anymore? Why don't people want to worship God anymore? Best thing that ever happened to them." But it's hard for us to find time to worship God. Come on. It's hard for us to find time, you know, to just hey, spend time with God. On well, the best thing that ever happened to us. And Pilate, you know, the crowd said, Get away, we'll get rid of him. Why would well, we want to get rid of the best thing that ever happened? Why? Why? Get back to the last sermon for just a little bit as we talked about Peter and he told christ he said I'll 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 go to death with you I'll go to prison you know hey, nothing gonna keep me away from you. Then the world got crazy and the crowd come and got Jesus and it was a mob that come and got him. They was beyond they was out they was doing things you know and saying things they shouldn't have said you know and. Peter got scared, you know, instead of running to Christ, he said, I need to stay closer to you. He went and went with the enemy. And he sat there by the fire. You know, i will try to repeat myself what I said last Sunday, but he said, Peter sat there and, and asked him, he said, don't you know this man? And he said, no, I don't have a clue who he is. I put his bone virgin. And he sat there and he sat there. We as God's people, we as a world today, as a church world today. It happens to us today. Very often today, we get away from God's word, and you know, then somebody say, What do you think about abortion? you know, and you said that's common sense to tell you what I think about it. I go to church, I'm a Christian. But he said, Well, what do you think about it? Well the Bible says it's murder. That's not my idea, that's what God said. I I, I just don't need to go down this path. (laughs) Amen. You know some of y'all don't know me, but now I just don't keep my mouth shut when I need to sometimes. But we got away from God's word so much today that coming to church today is just a social visit instead of worshiping God. You see these little kids around here that's a, that we have in our church. We are blessed today to have the children that we have today. There's a lot of churches that don't have the youth that we have and the young children that we have. And let me tell you something. There is one person that is going against them, you know, and it is it is Satan himself and he's trying to destroy them. And if we don't stand on God's word and have God's word in the home and, have, and pray every night and I say, God, protect our children, protect our grandchildren, protect protect our homes a day but how is we can do that when we get away from God's word you know and God you know God just looks at us you know like Peter was sent away from him you know when he denied Peter the Bible said Christ looked at him from afar and Peter realized what he said There's going to come a time on these days you know that the world's going to wake up you know and it may be too late it may be too late. Amen. Hey man, y'all pray for me. I'm just struggling right now. So I don't know what's happening. But Jesus, we got rid of the best thing that could ever happened. The world want to get rid of him, and the world won't get rid of him today. Come on, come on, come on. Our politicians. Nobody want to hear that word, but our politicians today. They don't pray anymore. On, us. They don't. The dollar controls them. Amen. Come on. And today the, the dollar's can go to our control of the churches today if you don't watch it. Amen. The Bible says the love of money is the root to all evil. Amen. Amen. So we get rid of Christ. Back him up. So finally in the long story, let's get a little shorter here. This finally pilot gave in to him. He said, I'll give you what you want. I give you what you want. And you look at today's time, you know, and I thought I wonder why God's allowing things to happen the way they're happening today in the world today. And I thought, God just gives us what we won't we ask for. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in James, it says, a two-minded person is unstable in all his ways. Amen. Everybody ever read that? Oh. A two-faced church is unstable in its ways. Amen. Amen. Don't shut me out here yet. So as Pilate, I'll get back to this. Pilate has to give a sentence to require. He said, okay, turn Barabbas loose, and we'll crucify Christ. We'll get rid of him. We get rid of him. I don't think today, my personal opinion, that we realize how much we're mocking God today. you think, think about it. Some of you don't want to hear this, but it's between you and God. You take it on, God. Don't get mad at me. I'll back up. I'm thinking, say it with the Word of God. As they mock Christ, you know, and when they brought in the pilot about the they even slapped him, they even spit upon him, and said, Who's doing this? You know? Who's doing it? He knew who was doing it. Amen. Amen. He knows who's in church today. And who's doing things wrong outside of the church. Amen. Amen. He knows if you stand for what's right. Peter, when he was standing with Christ, he stood for everything that was right. But when we went out the doors, he changed his attitude. Amen. Hey, I know you don't want to hear this, I know you get tired of it, but you do not hear it, you not hear it in any other church. You know, he said, around the wrong crowd. I never would have thought I'd have had to preach to the church world today about abortion in a same-sex marriage. Common sense started kick that in. Amen. Just making a mockery of God, all it is. God created Adam and He created Eve, put them together. Amen. Amen. And we're today taking babies away and killing them right and left because we don't want them. Because we ain't got enough common sense to realize the responsibility. It's all a big happy party anymore. Amen. But the party's fixing to stop. Amen. Amen. Christ, as they took him, the Bible says they carried him away, or took him. And we pick this on up, and I'm going to run out of time, if I don't hurry. And the Bible says they took him in 26 verse, and they went on down, and they took him to the cross. And the Bible says there was a person named Simon that was there that buried his cross for him. Because Christ was now, he probably was almost unrecognizable. He had been beaten. He had been whipped. And you get thinking about it, just a few days, a few nights, you know, just a little short time before this, the Bible says he was praying in the garden. His sweat became dra- great drops of blood. He had poured his heart out for the church, for the world. And they said, Do away with him. We find out here, as they took him on up, and, they, and the Bible says, Here, as Christ was still talking, he said, You know, don't weep for me, don't just weep for yourself and your children. Going down a little bit further, and the Bible says, you know, as he went down there, and this is part I want to get to and get into in just a little bit if I got time. Bible says that they brought him to, Christ, or brought him to Calvary, the to place they crucified him. And the Bible says in the thirty-second in verse, and there's two others malefactors, which was put to death. There had been two, two, two criminals that was been sentenced, and those sentenced to be crucified, or been sentenced to put to death, hang. We find out, I want you to get this picture, we've seen it, you know, we've heard about it all of our life, but Christ is, now they put him on the cross, right before this, the Bible says, Christ says, for God, forgive them, because they don't know what they're doing. Amen. You know, through all the craziness that we do sometimes, I want you to be faithful that God still so keeps pouring out his mercy and his love towards us. Amen. Amen. So as they put Christ on the cross, you know, they nailed him on there and he hung up on the cross. The Bible says, according to this, there was two, one on one side and another on the other side of him. And I preached this before here and before, it, I'm going to get into it just a little bit. And this is part I want to bring out today. As they hung him the on the cross there, you know, I'm hooked up with a microphone right now. And most of you can hear me. But they wouldn't know microphones then. And I will say that to say this. They was evidently, you know, you think of the cross and you don't think Jesus Christ here. The, one of the malfactors, you know, they was close enough that this one here was communicating with the other one over here. So they were not too far apart. I don't think. They don't really say they screamed or nothing, but they were, you know, they was communicating back and forth. Amen. Amen. So they're communicating back and forth. It's amazing today. It says here and the people, the people that hang them on the cross now, and they said so 39th verse. And and one of the criminals, you know, the ones that hung there with him, said, "Say if y'all be Christ, save yourself and us." So, as he was getting him and was talking to Christ, he said, "Here, he said, if you be Christ, save yourself and us." And the other one on the other side, the other side said, "You know, he knew he heard what he said. He said, he said, you know." He said, Do not thou fear God, seeing that we are in the same condemnation, for we indeed justly, for we receive the due rewards of our deed. But this man ain't done nothing. This man ain't done nothing. So they're communicating back and forth, okay? You would think, and I'm going to get into this for just a second, you would think this thief over here would realize he was this close to death. Follow me? Here was a Savior. He wouldn't probably just, I don't know how I mean, feet away, not that far. And the other one over here said, You know, don't, don't blame him. We ought to be asking for forgiveness. Amen. Hey, man, you might follow me. No. We ought to be asking for forgiveness, you know. And he said, You know, if you who you say our save yourself and us. And the other one said, You know, we're getting what we deserve. This man ain't done nothing. This man ain't done nothing. Amen. Okay. Most of the world today, most of the people church world today knows what the Bible says. Amen. I ain't saying they do it. They know what it says. But the Bible says today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. Amen. We're just a heartbeat away from eternity. Amen. So I want to say the thief, you know, this and on this side was this close to Christ. He was this close to death. Same close as you are to death. Come on, everybody, get what I'm saying. And instead of talking to one you need to be talking to, he was talking to the other one. Come on. Amen. You know, today we talk to everybody else, but we don't talk to Christ or talk to God. Come on. Amen. Amen. We we'll sit here, you know, and we'll bypass him to communicate this and over here. See, we'll come to church today, you know, but we won't ever say a word to Him, but we'll say something to everybody else. When we really didn't hear what matters the most. Anybody might want to talk about come on. When we need this one, Amen. the best thing that ever happened to us, Amen. the best thing that ever happened was Him hanging on the cross.
1: Amen.
0: And He took the sins of you. And everyone here has said, I got this. Amen. All I want you to do is believe in what I'm doing. Amen. And today, everything going on in the world today, personally, I believe we could be raptured out here at any moment. My belief. May not be yours, but mine. Why we leave church here today with not knowing everything's all right? Because this one over here, he said, don't, he said, you don't, we'll get what we deserve. But he sat here and talked to Christ, he said, Father. Or he said, Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Amen. He realized this is it. Life today, we take for granted so much. Some of us will go to sleep tonight, not knowing where we end up if we don't take a next breath. But the Bible says that Christ said today, Amen. You'll be with me in paradise. You would think this one would have got something. Amen. Amen. To see what's going on. You would think today that the church world would say, Listen, what the stuff I'm standing for ain't right. But we're not so as we close and that's what I want to get out of this how many times we stand right here and cry in church right here or we come through them doors of church and we never talk to Christ come on. or we never say you know give me what I deserve or give me something or this or that we're always wanting something but how many time we say God thank you The one on the other side said, you know, he didn't say, you know, I need this. I need to take us down from here. He said, I'm getting what I deserve. But he said, just remember me when you come to your kingdom. Amen. He said, today you'll be with me. Man, that ought to tear somebody up. If you took your last breath, you know Jesus Christ. He said, you'll be with me today in paradise. I got a song the other day, and everybody knows I'm a Southern gospel music lover. And I'm gonna play it this morning. Adam sent me this a couple months ago, and I'm gonna say this and t- lead up to this. It don't make no difference if you don't believe who it is. It don't change the Word of God. Come on, Amen. Hey, man, there won't be an atheist ward in hell. Why? everybody will believe, believe they're a God then. Amen. Amen. So it don't make no difference if you believe it or not. It don't change what the Word says. Amen. Amen. So as they will, would y'all play that now? I want y'all to listen to this very carefully then we're going to close with the altar prayer if they can get it going for us. And what this represents, it says everybody will talk to God. But it says the point of the man wants to die after that judgment. This was viewed, I think, when it first came out two million times, if they can get it going. you got it, maybe. everybody I said, everybody talk to God whether you believe it or not someday you're going to talk to God Amen, Lord. and I believe as they try to get this going I bet you this guy here wish he would have said something before he had to talk to him Amen. I think they got it going here in just a second I mm-hmm. want you to listen to this if you will to the words of it
1: it touched me very much he was saying grace over a tuesday blue plate special when the man in the next booth said don't you watch tv don't you know that god's a myth i hate to see you waste your breath because there ain't no use talking to a ghost that don't exist the praying man said amen and looked up from his plate and said you may not talk to God right now but there's gonna come a day cuz whether you're a farmer in the field praying for the rain oh you curse him at the graveside cuz he called a loved one's name you can Whether you believe in him or not. Cause in the end Everybody talks to God The man in the booth went quiet Cause he Didn't have a comeback So he shrugged it off And paid his time And shuffled out the door In the praying man he prayed For the man who drove away Hoping he would see the light Before it got too late But how was he to know He touched a non-believer's soul who got that conversation, two red lights down the road Cause whether you're a farmer in the field, praying for the rain Oh you curse him at the graveside, cause he called a loved one's name
0: to God in the end we all see God but I hope you made preparations to see him before the final day amen I hope I touched you there this morning it didn't me when I got it I want to stand together as we open the altar up this morning if you want to come and pray for any reason we ask you to right now for anybody that needs to come and pray for any reason we ask you to right now anybody needs to Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed, and most slip of your head. Just, just pray. Just remember me. God bless them hands. God bless all them. God bless them. God bless them. Amen. There's some coming right now. If you want to come and step out, just come on right now. Anybody else want to come and pray this morning for any reason? Father, today we stand before you. We thank you today, Father, for the presence we felt here today, Father. We thank you for these people that's here today, Father. And, Father, we read the story this morning, Father, of your son, Jesus Christ. Father, we just thank you, Father, for what you've done for us. We thank you for letting him hang on the cross, Father, for our sins today, Father. We thank you, Father that we know that he rose again, Father. We'll talk about that next Sunday. We just thank you so much. We thank you for the verse. It says, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. We thank you for your grace and your mercy today, Father. And Father, I pray someone here that's never accepted you, their personal Savior, I pray they'll do that right now where they're standing, Father. And I pray they'll make it known today, Father. And I pray for those that are sick today, those that tragedy we've heard about, Father, that you would touch each and every one of them, Father. We know that you know what's going on today, Father. We pray for our country. We pray for our children that's here today, Father, that you would just put a hedge around them, protect them, Father, today, very much so. And, Father, we just love you. We bring, ask you to bring us back to the next appointed time. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.